It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> back to Cursed or Blurst. Normally we'd start the show with with some delightful bullshit, some banter, what you know and love us for. Yeah, we'd spend 10 minutes talking about something completely unrelated to the episode. Like our fish tank. Or, or getting a new doorbell. But or- not today. We don't have time for that shit today. <laughs> we're here, we're getting down to business. To defeat the Huns. To defeat the Huns, it's Christmas. <laughs> So we're bringing to you the first of three, yes, Christmas, three. Christmas cracker episodes. If you're foreign to the UK and you don't know what a Christmas cracker is, or maybe you heard of it from Harry Potter but you don't know what it is, don't worry, I'm not doing bullshit. I'm providing some relevant cultural information. <laughs> I don't know, you're on thin ice. <laughs> it's a cylinder of cardboard full of things. And it's there's a, some sort of like exploding tape... It did not explain that well, but I'm not going to back out of this. Okay. Some exploding tape that runs through the middle of the tube, mm-hmm. and there's two handles at the end. Yeah. And you uh, pull on one side, and the other person pulls on the other side. It's like Lady in the Tram, but you don't do it with your mouse. Mm. It's not edible. Don't think it's edible. And then it pops. One person gets the cylinder full of stuff, and the other person is sad and it cries in the corner. So that's what we're doing here today. Uh, we've watched too many, arguably too many, Netflix Christmas movies, Netflix originals. Yes. And we're going to do a, a Christmas Cracker episode on not each of the movies, but each universe of movies, except for today. Today we're <sighs> doing one that deserves some space all on its own. The movie that we're talking about today is... Okay, I usually turn these movies on and... I've already watched them, and I I just sit through it gleefully while Shannon suffers, and I'm just sat there like a gremlin being like, (laughs) and then you're like, that's not how the Yuletide works. (laughs) This is, this, there's a plot hole here. This is not consistent. And I'm like, that's an excellent impression of me. I have no notes. But, 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 but this movie, we both suffered so much. We did. We suffered. I don't think I was left in so much physical pain after what, now this is because as someone who's gluten sensitive, I did eat a burger, but I was also (laughs) in physical pain partly, I think, because of the movie. We watched Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Dolly, Dolly, Dolly. Dear Lord, Dolly. (laughs) What a sad little life, you multi-millionaire country rhinestone <laughs> legend. You ruined on that completely, <laughs> so that you could have the Netflix fame. For anyone not from the UK. You gonna provide context for this? Okay. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I thought that... No, no, that wasn't from anything. That was just an Elise that original was just an Elise original, yeah. <laughs> Um, already getting memed all over the internet. It's amazing how fast that works. I was on Come Dine With Me. (laughs) It looked very different back in the day. Anyway, I love and respect Dolly Parton, and she hurt me. 
yeah. in this film. And you're not even gluten sensitive. I she betrayed me with I think cautiously I would say the worst Christmas movie we watched. Maybe one of the worst movies we've I think this might have been the movie that pissed me off the most. And mm. not exaggerating out of all the movies we've watched for this <laughs> Godforsaken podcast. <laughs> From Dolly Parton. And the thing is, I'm not going to say anything about it on... I'm already scared of releasing this episode. Because Dolly fan, Dolly stands on Twitter are, A, very loyal to Dolly Parton, and B, completely deluded. <laughs> we went and looked up reviews of this film afterward, and it was about 50% one-star reviews saying, I don't know what just happened, I wish I could unwatch it. And then 50% five-star reviews just saying Dolly is a treasure. Dolly's a treasure. She did this for the gays. <laughs> she didn't do this for the gays. There was no good gay content in this. <laughs> was, I just, Dolly is a treasure, but I don't think this movie is representative of that. No, I think this, 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 in her, in her treasured icon rankings, knocks her down, and I'm, I don't know how many treasured icons there are in the world. I think it knocks her down 30. 30. 30 treasured icons. She's going to have to work her way back up. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's... Who's she sitting with now? She's sitting with... She's sitting with Bill Murray. All right. All right. That's not good. That's not great. So, what's it about, Shannon? What's this movie about? I think we should be snappy because it's a, a Christmas cracker. This movie is not about enough things for the length of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, the number of songs in the movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When I explain to you the plot, and it is only going to take two sentences, bear in mind that every single thing that comes out of my mouth has at least two full-length dedicated songs to belabor the plot point until it's drilled into your skull, and then you still forget it immediately afterward. And also, let's just do a test here on how many of the characters' names we can actually remember. Because I remember one character's name. I don't remember any. It's the pastor. The pastor of the church who's called Christian. Oh, he's called Christian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pastor of the church who's called Jewish. <laughs> Just to confuse people. He's called Christian. He's called Christian. So this, is, this movie is about a woman who is very wealthy. Her father owns most of a small town. That seems to really only consist of a town square. And people, uh, or at least people only care about the square. Yeah. And her father has died, and she's come back to sell the entire town to a mega mall, and they're going to level it, build a yeah. mall. They've Just before Christmas, they've come, they've given out leaflets, they've gone into all the shops, they said, your shop is closing now before Christmas, because we're going to bulldoze the entire town to build yeah. the largest mall in America. Cheetah Mall. Yes. And she hands out eviction notices, and then uh, people sing a lot of songs to her, and she realizes uh, that she's good, actually, um, and Dolly Parton plays an angel, and then the movie ends. Yep. And and you're thinking, this sounds like your regular old Hallmark movie. Angry businesswoman comes to town, rediscovers the love she shares for her local community, and decides to change her ways and celebrate the true meaning of Christmas, which is not bulldozing things. 
that every Christmas my family celebrates by gathering together and not bulldozing things. And it was a bit touch and go this year because it's a coronavirus. Right. So we were like, well, if we're not going to be together, maybe we're going to have to bulldoze things. But thank Thankfully, the university is offering tests, so yeah. I can t- get tested. If I go, if I test negative, I'll go to my family, and nothing will get bulldozed. Yeah, I I think it is important to understand that Christmas is the season of refraining from gentrifying small towns, <laughs> <laughs> which is such a temptation. It's the often forgot. Uh, subtitle of Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Refrain from gentrifying at this season only. <laughs> Why did this movie piss me off as much as it did? Because because Dolly Parton is a character in this. She plays a... She's CGI'd in. She's not a CGI character, but she's not present in any of the... They CGI her in. Yeah. She's lit different. It looks crazy. Yeah. She's an angel from heaven. And she is sent to the woman, Christine Berinsky, who... What's her character's name? I have no idea. It's Christine Berinsky, the Broadway star. Yeah, she's sent to her (laughs) and... Doesn't do a very good job of it. She just sings a bunch of songs like Christmas is a time for remembering and Christmas spirit and your dad was actually a good person. And now we're like, maybe her dad, everyone loves her dad. And it turns out that she's 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 bitter and hates the town because when she was a teen, she got pregnant at prom. Her dad shut her in the house while she was pregnant, so no one would know. At the hospital, she had her baby, and her dad instantly took the baby from her. And then the woman was like, well, fuck this place. I'm mm-hmm. going to build a mall here. And Dolly Parton, the angel, was like, you know, you can remember. <laughs> if only you knew the context. I'm going to show you the context through magic. And the context was that her dad was ashamed. <laughs> the context is exactly what you'd think the context was for his action. <laughs> Christian Brunsky's like, oh, he was ashamed and wanted to protect my pride? Well, I forgive him then. It's better now. And also, my son is the pastor whose name is Christian? <laughs> well, this is fixed. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite song? Are the songs all distinct songs or all they... <laughs> Are they all the same song, sung at the same note, with a lot of dancing that's kind of out of tune? Yeah, with two... There's a town, a cast, an ensemble full of people, like different people in the square. They own different shops. There's two gay men who work in the salon, because where else are they going to work? Yeah. The library? (laughs) (laughs) And... All they do in songs is they vogue. They walk in a circle and they literally vogue. Yeah. Everyone else gets high kicks. They vogue. (laughs) Um, there is a song that's sung in the church that I think is the most egregious of the songs, and it's called The Wickedest Witch of the Middle, and we're never told the middle of what. And they sing it about Christine Baranski's character, and it has one lyric, and it's the wickedest witch of the middle. She's the wickedest witch of the middle. The wickedest witch of the middle. And they repeat it, and I don't, like, the middle of what? And about halfway through the song, they're like, oh, there's the Wicked Witch of the East and the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz, but she's the Wickedest Witch of the Middle. But they don't introduce the song that way. They say it in, like, verse four. Yeah. It's in Kansas, which is, like, the middle of America. Yeah. But it's not really made clear. They only mention really, I don't know, it's, it's, 
I don't know. The whole time, knowing the context that it was in Kansas, I was praying for a tornado to just fucking come and rip up the town. (laughs) Take everyone off to Oz, and then she could build her strip mall. I feel like the way we've described this movie, we've made it sound, like, zany and fun. But I want to really stress that that is not the case. (laughs) It's relentless. (laughs) (laughs) It is such a test of your, like, inner resilience and moral strength. (laughs) My favorite song is the one where Dolly Parton is training an an angel in training Mm -hmm. who is the assistant to the woman, and it's, everybody needs an angel, (laughs) everybody needs a friend. And the only reason it's my favorite song is because I remember the tune to two of the lines. Mm. Which is really difficult to do, and... Like, halfway through this movie, I was like, Dolly Parton knows how to write songs. Why is she phoning this in? And that is the true implication. How can the writer of the song Jolene, Mm -hmm. which is a musical triumph, and she did write that, it wasn't producers, how, was she, like, kidnapped by... By some evil gang, Netflix gang. Yeah. (laughs) And held in a cave with a gun to her head. You have half an hour to write a musical. That's why she CGI'd in. She did all the songs just like off the cuff in the cave. (laughs) Netflix producers being like, come on, Dolly. We've solved it. We're trying to sell a movie here. And maybe that's what Netflix is doing. They're hiring otherwise talented people and they're just like holding them in their evil Christmas cave. It's like, make this as quickly as possible. As little thought as possible has to go into this. No thoughts. We're all just making the script up as we go along. We're making up the choreography as we go along as well. (laughs) The only notes were like, everyone else cross-stepping in high kicks. The two gays voguing only. This is the worst advert for Kansas I've ever seen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't mind that this movie is so churchy. Like, I've got nothing against it being like a Christian film. Christians can do what they do. The problem with this movie is that the moral resolution is... Just evil. Yeah. You can't forgive the dad for, like, stealing her baby. And it's not like the dad is there to have a conversation about it. (laughs) Yeah. And to be like, I was wrong, and I was (gasps) swayed by the the heads of this small town, and I'm sorry, but (laughs) the world has changed, or whatever, in the several years since you were a teenager, in several decades since you were a teenager in small town Kansas. Like, they don't, no, he's dead at the beginning (laughs) of the movie. Yeah, he's already dead. We don't see, we only see him in flashbacks. There's also a bit where there's that woman who's, um, infertile, for the, like, for, that's a, that's a, the context, she's a pastor's wife. The pastor's wife, yeah. And she sings a sad song about how, I don't know, the town's gonna be leveled and turned into a strip mall. (laughs) And Dolly Parton uh, is just hovering outside, glowing crazily in rhinestones, (laughs) and, like, zaps some CGI light that goes straight into the woman's womb, and it's like, oh, if you pray hard enough, We'll fix your fertility problems. <laughs> I don't know about the implications of that. What's that got to say about the other people in this universe who just want to have a baby but can't? And don't have an angel hanging out in their town square. Hanging around. Oh, they weren't praying 
Yeah. They weren't praying to country beats, so they don't get to have a kid. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shannon, did you think this movie was a curse, blessed, or blessed? This was maybe the most cursed movie we watched. Yes. So, yeah, that's a hard curse for me. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, I agree. (laughs) We were watching this, me clutching my stomach in pain because I wanted to puke because of all the bread, Mm -hmm. Um, but partly because of the movie, we were saying stuff like, God, I wish we were watching Cats. (laughs) God, I wish we were watching The Cat in the Hat. We were praying for the sweet release of Return to Fucking Oz. (laughs) (laughs) This is as cursed as a movie can get. Yeah. And it's also an advert to watch it. To my enemies, please, please watch Dolly Parton Christmas on the Square. To our friends, listen to more Crystal Blast. <laughs> we'll see you at the next Christmas cracker. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Jingle Jangle. That's all, folks. <laughs> is the name of another Netflix movie I'm now realizing Jingle Jangle. Yeah, it is. It might be better, who knows. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>